Hi there, it's Mel Hyatt, and you are listening to The Single Momcast. Have you ever considered the reality that you can take control of your thoughts and how those very thoughts can affect your day? This four-part series will help us understand the importance of our thought life. So sit tight as Ashley Engel walks us through the idea of being thoughtful. It's easy for our thoughts to spiral out of control, but together with our friend Ashley's help, we will look at what it means to have the mind of Christ, as well as some practical steps that you can take to think beyond your circumstances. Let's figure out how to be thoughtful with our thoughts together. In this podcast, we will find ourselves considering what it means to think kingdom thoughts. We'll explore verses and discover how an upside-down kingdom can change our daily thoughts. We'll navigate out-of-control ideas and thoughts, and we will become empowered with tools to take us from earthly thoughts and mindsets to kingdom thoughts. Arise, moms. Enjoy this word from our friend, Ashley Engel, part one of Thoughtful. I honestly can't tell you the exact moment I started believing in Jesus. I was raised in church, and I remember walking down the center aisle at a church camp one hot July night when I was about 10 or 11 years old. But honestly, that's because my friends were doing it. I remember looking in the mirror one day at 14 and thinking, I need to get my life together. I haven't been living like Jesus. I was active in youth group in high school, attended Bible studies and worship nights in college, and I've served the church many Sundays in my adult life. Some people may be able to pinpoint exactly when they started believing, but my walk with Jesus has been a little less dramatic than that, more of a winding and gentle path. I can tell you the moment that I realized I was able to think kingdom thoughts. I'll explain what that term means here in a little bit. I was 14 and my beloved grandmother was losing her battle with colon cancer. I remember visiting her in the hospital with my mom and brother. She was really sick. As we walked down the hall, my mom started crying and stopped. She leaned up against the wall and hugged my brother and me to her. I could see our reflection in one of those around the corner mirrors they put up in hospitals. And as we stood there, I knew that everything was going to be okay, no matter what. We would see my Jesus-loving grandmother again. It was a peace I've experienced a few times since then, and it was powerful. And, most importantly, completely unexplainable, apart from Jesus. Let's look at a passage from 1 Corinthians that will expand on this for us. This is 1 Corinthians 2.16. Here, the Apostle Paul is writing to his friends, the church in the city of Corinth. He's giving them all kinds of helpful advice and instruction because this church has a lot of problems. They've let the ways of the world dictate their lives, their thoughts. They're divided. They aren't treating each other well, and they're not being good representatives of Christ in the world. Unfortunately, this doesn't sound much different from the way some churches behave today, does it? In this passage, Paul is telling them that they have all they need to be good representatives of Christ and that the Holy Spirit is there, walking with them along the way. In verse 16, he says, 
For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. We who know Jesus have the mind of Christ. What does this even mean? Here Paul is saying that the Holy Spirit, the actual Spirit of God, helps us to understand life in a spiritual way. We can actually think what Jesus thinks. And when we think Jesus' thoughts, our lives reflect that. The ways we respond to difficult circumstances reflect that. Before we knew Jesus, we looked at the world for what it was on the surface. All of its problems and stresses were overwhelming to us. But when we know Jesus and live according to his teachings, the Holy Spirit comes to be with us and help us think about things spiritually, to see beyond the surface, to see the more behind it. We don't have to do anything extra to receive the Holy Spirit. He just comes to us when we make the choice to follow Jesus. Now, and this is key, sometimes, even after we've decided to follow Jesus, we are still overwhelmed by our earthly lives. Life gets loud, and we don't tune in. We don't tap in to the Spirit and to the power of the Spirit to influence our thoughts. I love a fire in the fireplace. My family has lived in our house for almost 10 years. We have a fireplace in our living room, but until recently, we hadn't made a fire in it. We were afraid to because we weren't sure that it was safe. We needed to have a chimney sweep come and inspect it. But life got busy and we didn't do it. But a few weeks ago, we had someone come and inspect it. He told us that everything was in order and that we could have been enjoying fires for all these years. We have made a fire every single night since, and it has brought so much joy and warmth and comfort. It's our favorite thing. We've been missing out on that for almost a decade. That's like the Holy Spirit. He has always been with us, ready to illuminate and bring joy and comfort. All we need to do is tune in and light that fire. Then we are reminded of the mind of Christ. We can actually think about life the way Jesus, the Savior of all creation, thinks. The more we get to know Jesus by reading scripture, spending time talking and listening in prayer, and spending time with other believers, the easier it will become for us to think like he does. So, what does Jesus think? Well, we look at scripture to see what's on Jesus' mind. If I had to identify a central theme for Jesus' teaching, it would be kingdom, that one word. It's everywhere in the Gospels, all through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Go through and highlight it. It's in there around 80 times. Jesus, pretty much from the beginning of his ministry, preached, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. That's from Matthew 4.17. The kingdom is not an earthly one with government and control and military conquest. The kingdom of heaven began when Jesus came to live on earth. It's a spiritual kingdom, one that is beyond what we see here. When you become a Jesus follower, you become a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. In this kingdom, things do not operate the way people are used to. 
Sometimes it's called the upside down kingdom. I love that. In this kingdom, all earthly structures are upended. Jesus says in the book of Matthew, so those who are last now will be first then, and those who are first will be last. Upside down. We also see through Jesus' ministry, in the earthly kingdom, you've got to be in control. But in the kingdom of heaven, you have to humble yourself. In the earthly kingdom, power and strength are found in dominance. But in the kingdom of heaven, there is power in weakness. In the earthly kingdom, you've got to earn, 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 and buy, buy, buy. But in the kingdom of heaven, you must give to receive. And lastly, in the earthly kingdom, to truly live, you must give in to all of your desires. But in the kingdom of heaven, to live, you must die. These are all totally upside down ways of thinking, but they run through Jesus' ministry and through his thoughts. So let's think about some examples of kingdom thoughts. Maybe you are struggling to forgive someone who's hurt you. You're sad about it all the time, and you think that if you forgive that person, you will feel weak or be seen by others as weak. But a kingdom way of thinking would be that in humbling yourself and forgiving that person, you would be made strong. You would realize that by forgiving, you are no longer letting that person control your life. You are living in freedom. Jesus himself forgave his murderers as he hung on the cross. That's the mind of Christ. Another example might be that you are feeling discouraged because you're struggling with some kind of addiction in your life. You make progress in overcoming it, but then you slide right back into your old ways. You feel defeated and like a failure. A kingdom way of thinking would be that God loves you no matter what. He offers you the abundant life, and he doesn't want your sin to control you. He forgives all who turn back to him, and he will empower you with his spirit to overcome anything. One more example. I shared with you earlier about losing my grandmother. I told you that even though she was so sick and we knew we were losing her, I had peace. I knew that somehow we'd all be okay and that I would see her again because she was a Christ follower. That's kingdom thinking. Thinking about earthly issues with the mind of Christ means thinking beyond what we can see here. It doesn't mean that we won't be troubled or discouraged sometimes. Life is difficult, but it can prevent our negative thoughts from overwhelming us and taking us captive. The next time you feel your thoughts spiraling out of control, or you're sad or overwhelmed or worried, acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is there, with you, in you. You are never left alone to figure things out. That's your first step. Just tune in and know that you aren't alone. Acknowledge that you are operating from an earthly mindset and, and that you need to reach a spiritual one. Seek to think beyond your earthly thoughts and worries by asking God for help. 
So often we think of prayer as being this complicated thing. It's really not. Just humble yourself, admit that you need help, and ask. It can be done silently, with another person. Just ask. This is no small truth to take in and no small practice to implement. But before we move on to our next section, I want to comfort you with this verse. This is from a letter Paul wrote to another group of believers, this time in Rome. Here he says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. That's Romans 12 too. This is a process, a process of transformation and renewal. The more often you engage in this practice, the more natural it will be for you to think kingdom thoughts with the mind of Christ. So now I want to give you a practical step you can take to help you think kingdom thoughts. Think of a way to remind yourself to seek the Spirit's help when your thoughts spiral out of control. Maybe you could set a reminder on your phone, put a post-it note on your Bible, your mirror, or another place where you'll see it often. Wear a hair tie on your wrist to remind you whatever you can do to remind yourself to think spiritually. Also think about where you do most of your worrying. Is it in your bed? That's me, usually around 3 a.m. The shower, your car, how can you create a spiritual atmosphere in that specific place? Maybe you can put your Bible on your nightstand so you can access it easily in the night. You could play worship music in your bathroom or in your car. These things can help you create an atmosphere that will direct your thoughts to a spiritual place. I want to end this session with a quote from James Bryan Smith that I think sums up this section perfectly. He says, You are one in whom Christ delights and dwells. You live in the strong and unshakable kingdom of God. The kingdom is not in trouble, and neither are you. When we think kingdom thoughts with the mind of Christ, we remember who we are and that God is always with us in the form of the Holy Spirit. We think beyond our earthly circumstances and know that as citizens of the unshakable kingdom of heaven, we are never in trouble. Thanks for listening to the Single Mom Cast by Arise Ministries. On our next podcast, we'll explore the idea of finding joy in all things. Can we possibly have joy even as we face trials and tribulations? Now that we have discovered kingdom thoughts, it is time to add a little joy into our lives. We'll see you soon, and we hope that you have enjoyed this series so far by Ashley Engel. For more info or to access the video Bible study and questions to go along with the lesson, please go to www.arisesinglemoms.com. Thanks for listening to the Single Momcast by Arise Ministries.